listeners. I hope you are doing well. I'm Carol Isom Barnes, host of the podcast, The Career Couch with Dr. Carol and Friends. I am doing something a little different this week. I decided not to have any of my friends join me today. It's just me talking to you, opining about the cost of poor leadership. This is a topic that has been pressing on my mind this past week as I watch too much of CNN and observe the traumatizing trial of Derek Chauvin, who is accused of murdering George Floyd. Because of my own mental models, there are so many lenses from which I could examine this tragedy. But because this podcast is about careers and my work lens is related to leadership and organizational change, I'm going solo today, no friends, and sharing my leadership thoughts while addressing the impact of poor leadership. But be clear, related to Derek Chauvin, My goal is not to present innocence or guilt of the crime he is accused of or the charges he is facing. I'm leaving that alone, allowing the jurors to dissect the data and draw their conclusions in a court of law. I, instead, am addressing the impact of poor leadership while identifying this individual, Derek Chauvin, of being guilty of poor leadership. Two weeks ago, I was asked by a new client to teach an entry-level leadership seminar to relatively new leaders. As I watched the news this past week, I was reminded of some of those basic tenets of leadership that I left with those participants in that session. First, to build relationships and trust. Train and teach. Motivate and inspire. Create an environment for change. Serve as an example and provide guidance and counsel, just to name a few. I talked in that session about how poor leaders are unethical, lack character and integrity, are arrogant egotistical, unkind, usually toxic, and they usually don't like people. In contrast, I talked about good leaders who are visionaries. They're result-oriented. They're teachable. They're active listeners. They have empathy for others. They're flexible, people-focused, accountable, courageous, and risk-takers. Again, just to name a few. As I watched the news this week, I was reminded of that morning session a couple of weeks ago. I observed the attentive and wide-eyed look in the new leader's eyes as I addressed the significance of leading others. I recall how I told them leadership is not a role to be taken lightly, that a leadership role is one which carries great responsibility where you put others first, where you influence others to achieve a common goal. Fast forward from two weeks ago to last week, when many of us became reacquainted 
with the brutal video of Derek Chauvin placing his knee on George Floyd's neck for what we now know was nine minutes and 29 seconds. This video played over and over again on every major network channel as the prosecution sought to make their case. There was a point in the process of watching. I don't know where in the process, but my mind deviated from the details of the case. Maybe I just simply needed a break. I don't know. But I focus on the fact that the ex-police officer, Derek Chauvin, was the veteran police officer surrounded by three other rookie officers. These rookies were taking their cue from this poor expression of leadership. If I went down the list of characteristics I had provided to the new leaders two weeks ago, I believe that in nine minutes and 29 seconds, Derek Chauvin, exhibiting coercive power, demonstrated every characteristic of poor leadership that I've referenced. Unethical, check. Lacking character, check. Lacking integrity, check. Arrogant, check. Egotistical and unkind, check, check. Toxic, check. Not liking people, check. Lacking empathy, check. Failing to listen, check. It is also fair to say he was not building trust in relationships, nor was he serving as an example, at least not a positive one, to these rookies. He certainly was not motivating and inspiring others. And the rookie followers? Well, I once heard an author named Lawrence Suda state that many of the competencies that are needed in leaders are the same qualities needed in effective followers. In addition to possessing initiative, independence, commitment to common goals, and courage, a follower often provides enthusiastic support of a leader, but should not to the extent that a follower fails to challenge a leader who is unethical or threatens the values or objectives of an organization. Ineffective followers are as much to blame for poor performance, ethical and legal lapses within organizations as our poor and unethical leaders. Followers have a responsibility to speak up when leaders do things wrong. I couldn't agree with this more. Sadly, this tragedy ended in the loss of life. In our business and work lives, poor leadership really ends with the person dying. Thank goodness. But how often have we witnessed poor leadership in our places of work? How often have we wondered why someone doesn't do something about the rogue leader who may be very productive, but has casualties every time he or she leads a team? The cost of doing nothing or keeping poor leaders on the payroll is significant. 
According to a March 21st, 2021 article by Fox News, a local economic development official determined that the monetary damage as a result of the protests related to the George Floyd protest in Minneapolis amounted to $350 million. The total cost of the riots and civil disorder following George Floyd's death is estimated between $1 billion and $2 billion, according to Axios. The total cost to the city of Minneapolis to settle a civil lawsuit from George Floyd's family was $27 million. The total cost of the incident, $20. While these figures may seem high, consider that poor leadership costs companies millions of dollars each year by negatively impacting employee retention, customer satisfaction, and overall employee productivity. What is the total cost to your organization? Well, according to research from Blanchard Company, less than optimal leadership practices cost a typical organization an amount equal to as much as 7% of their total annual sales. At least 9% and possibly as much as 32% of an organization's staff turnover can be avoided through better leadership skills. We know that better leadership can generate a 3 to 4% improvement in customer satisfaction scores and a corresponding 1.5% increase in revenue growth. We also know most organizations are operating with a 5 to 10% productivity drag that better leadership practices could eliminate. Because of the type of work that I do, I keep up with employee disengagement rates, which hovers somewhere around 68 to 75% for the last few years. I think we can all agree that percentage is pretty high. What is the single greatest cause for employee disengagement? You guessed it. It is poor leadership, according to Gallup, which also reports that disengaged employees have a 37% higher rate of absenteeism. They have 18% lower productivity and 15% lower profitability. Based on those calculations, the cost of a disengaged employee could be 34% of their annual salary. That's $3,400 for every $10,000 they make. I hope you see the cost of poor leadership here and how much it's costing your organization. There are also direct costs, as noted by the Human Resource and Employee Engagement Community. Along with the costs that are tougher to measure and perhaps more abstract, there are many direct costs to employers that come with disengagement as well. So we talked about absenteeism, but these disengaged employees, they also tend to be tardy more often. Employees who are disengaged are less likely to meet deadlines and meet goals, especially sales goals. 
It's not surprising, or at least it shouldn't be surprising, that customer complaints tend to go up in correlation with disengagement. There's been statistic after statistic that shows that high profitable companies have been shown to have 50% more employee engagement than those that are not profitable. We also know that teams that have high engagement levels sell more, more like 20% more than teams without high engagement. Are you getting the picture? There are a lot of lessons to be learned from the death of George Floyd. Too much to cover here and much of which is not even appropriate to address here in this podcast. And certainly the lessons of leadership pale in comparison to any lessons associated with humanity and equality. Although I would add a correlation could be made between humanity, equality and leadership. But that is an entirely different podcast episode. One lesson I learned long ago is that most organizations can no longer afford to hold on to leaders who have excellent performance metrics on this scorecard, but are disruptive. Or leaders who don't treat others fairly. Or leaders who don't value your organization and its employees with words and actions that mirror your vision and mission. Or leaders who don't know how to prevent small issues from escalating into tragedies. As leaders, we too are accountable to keep an attentive and wide-eyed look like the new leaders I spoke to a few weeks ago. We should remain fresh and remember that leadership is not to be taken lightly, that leadership carries great responsibility where you put others first, where you influence others to achieve a common goal. As leaders, we must use our power and authority skillfully. Leadership matters. Again, it's not something to take lightly. As we have seen, it can enhance a life or cancel another. Simply put, it's not for everyone. Listeners, thank you for tuning in this week and indulging me as a solo host. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I welcome your feedback. I am Dr. Carol Eisen Barnes, host of The Career Couch, and I can be reached at carol at experienceleadership.com. And that's spelled X, P as in Paul, E R. I-E-N-C-E, leadership, L-E-A-D-E-R-S-H-I-P.com. If you would like more information on me or my leadership or consulting services, check out my website at experienceleadership.com. Thank you so much, and I hope you have a wonderful day.